to rustic work, so we built these adobe houses to live in. Now we're not going to let them tear down our work, and if they do, they better give us something. On Tuesday, many Las Chepas residents opposed the demolition of their homes and called the actions illegal, since police did not issue them with any warrants. According to eyewitnesses, police pointed rifles at these residents as their houses were being bulldozed. Dolores Bernal, Free Speech Radio News, New Mexico. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Monica Lopez. Okay, we got you, kid. Ready? Hi, I'm Abby Hoffman, on the run, just listening to WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, Michigan. What are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets Closets are are for clothes. clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. <laughs> We're here. We're on. Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Well, hello. We hey. are here. We are here. And Meredith Hockman is with us as well. Woohoo! And it's Wednesday, uh, September 21st. I almost said August 21st. Dun, dun, dun. The um, last full day of summer. Must be wishful is thinking. It, really? it is the last well, full day is. of summer. That's weird. Mm-hmm. September 21st. Yes. We're midway between the thingies yes between being the closest and the furthest right exactly we are equidoxed that's right (laughs) (laughs) that was really funny so oh i didn't think it would be but anyway okay. I i mean it wasn't guffaw funny oh okay but it was, was kind of like a weird funny. Huh? It was a weird funny. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. I kind of have a little update from last week, which is kind of like, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. So I talked to you last week about the fact that my boss has this picture of this um, mm-hmm. guy, um, uh, this older boxer kind of thing, and underneath it it says, old, um, getting old is not for sissies. And we talked about, you know, the word sissy and what does that mean and the phrase and, and all these different things. Thursday morning I walk in and the picture is missing. It is down from the wall. And I'm like, oh my gosh, is he listening to the show? And he, like, out of respect, turned, pulled it down. Or is he. Fired um, and took uh, his stuff? (laughs) All his other other stuff was there. Um, uh, Or was he. Or did somebody who listens to the show on a regular basis call in and kind of go, hey, you know, you might want to think about this or, you know, and um, and so he took it down. And I thought. Oh my gosh, this is like amazing. And yeah. so I was just like, I'm feeling. So, one of two things. I mean, e- either if he didn't. Um, you didn't ask? I d- well, what do you mean? About what happened to the picture? Oh, well, I did ask, oh, okay. like, wondering, like, okay, so, like, what, like, what happened? And it ended up being behind one of his. Um, he got a new cabinet and he put it behind it. So, like, when you walk in, you really don't see it unless you are literally behind his desk. Mm-hmm. So it's for just for him. It's actually for his viewing only, kind of a thing. And I would just like, wow. So I kind of like, I, I'm one or two things is happening for me. One is, boy, am I being really well taken care of? Either he, <laughs> yeah. like he feels um, strongly enough to not offend me as after hearing the show and and took it down, or somebody was like, you know what, I'm going to make that phone call for Dan and kind of kind of help him out. And I thought that was like so cool. I just I was like, wow, this is like so. I, I'm feeling very well taken care of and feeling the power of radio. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh, like, we this have is power. Oh yeah. So <laughs> sometimes it goes to my head. I yeah. was gonna say the way you said, "Oh, we've got power." <laughs> uh, so, but how are you? You know, I'm good. I'm good. I did something. I had to do something last night that 
I've never really done before uh-huh. because, you know, I've not ever had an elementary aged kid in my house. Oh, we had to go these? to we had to go to curriculum night. Uh-huh. What's that? Well, curriculum night is when you go and you listen to this incredibly dry presentation from the principal about all the changes that have happened at the school since last year, which it was all new to us, right? Because we didn't have anybody there last year. Right. And then you go sit in your um, child's actual chair in his classroom. <laughs> And it's a chair on at a table in their classroom, not oh, like desks. Very good. I was um, gonna say, but it was cramping my knees up because yeah, I was, it was very short. Well, it, and my partner was there with me, and so we had to squeeze an extra chair in there. And anyway, and then listen to the teachers talk about what they do, what their year's plan is for the curriculum, what they're going to teach your kids and stuff. Uh-huh. And that's a little more interesting. Okay. Um, but cramming, you know, I think there was probably 300 adults in an elementary school cafetorium without air conditioning was a little Ooh. obnoxious. Yes. And it was at a horrible time. It was from 6.30 to 8. So it Pissed all over dinner. Like right. I was going to say, like you basically skip dinner or eat right. it really late. Or eat it really fast and mm-hmm. early in the car. So, yeah, by the time we... And kids weren't invited. So by the time we got him at child care... Right. Got, or picked up Danielle from work, got him to child care, it was time to go to the school. Oh there was no word. extra time no. to have something to eat. So we ended up eating dinner at like 9 o'clock last night. Fortunately, Cody had dinner with the... You know, with the babysitter, right. and he gotcha. didn't make him wait till bedtime <laughs> to eat dinner. Um, but uh, so the time was obnoxious. The cafetorium thing was really dry and boring, and uh-huh. yeah, it was mm-hmm. not fun. Mm-hmm. But the classroom aspect was interesting. All right, you for two. Yawning. What I'm is sorry. the deal? This is like two weeks I in a row. I blame Meredith. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was totally me. I'm sorry. I just haven't. I didn't sleep well last night. All right. Well, and it's very, it's fascinating, the things that they, I don't really remember fourth grade that much. Okay. Um, I mean, I remember bits and pieces of it, but like they're learning all about Michigan history. That's oh. their thing. And they learn all about, um, they're also learning all about rocks. Okay, okay. And so they do these two field trips, one to a granite pit. I didn't know we had one. I didn't know either. I just took it for granite. Sorry. Oh, damn. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, And then they go to the Michigan State Legislature. Oh, that'd be so cool. Which is very cool. And if they're in session, actually, when they go in and sit down... The the legis our state legislator will stand up and say I'd like to introduce <gasps> I'd like to recognize I'd like to rec- Mrs. So and So's fourth grade class. Right. I've been there when they've done that for kids and they get so excited. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. So <laughs> I totally want to go on that field trip. Say, if they need any like uh, monitors, I'll go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I might go. To, I don't know if I'll go to the granite pit no. one. That doesn't sound very interesting to me. Essentially, they walk around and like. Fill milk jugs with rocks. Wow. Whatever. <laughs> and apparently they get to bring home as much as they can carry. Uh oh. Wow. So I'm going to pack Cody's backpack <laughs> that day full of stuff. Just pack it. Yeah. So he can't bring any home. You need right. all of this stuff to carry around. Everything you. like that. You need. Oh, you never you, know what could happen right. in a granite pit, That's Cody. Right. You need two sweaters, <laughs> extra pair of socks, change of underwear. Um, oh. But the state legislator thing sounds cool, and that happens almost at the end of the school year, all the oh, way okay. in the middle of June. Gotcha. Um, but curriculum. So now, night, which representative will like recognize them in the house? Or well, it depends the, on which one they go to. Which session you go to? Which oh. session you can go? They can go to either one. It's much more exciting when the Senate does it because. There's fewer of them, but mm-hmm. they seem more prestigious. Oh, okay. Right. So. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. But if it were the right House of Representatives, right. it would be Chris Cole. But right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's so. like I, I can just I'm just like picturing Chris like ah uh, excuse me chair I'd like to recognize you know. And that's exactly Mrs. what Haddison. you do. Yeah. And I yeah and Mrs. Haddis and Mrs. Gracie are my kids um, teachers and they're great. Okay. And they're all totally do they team teach? They job share. Interesting. So, oh, okay. one, of them, one of them teaches on Monday and Tuesday, and the other teaches on Thursday and Friday, and they alternate Wednesdays. Weird. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. They're very interesting. Oh, my goodness. It's Greg. I was going to say, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> so, in any case, they seem to all be fine with the queer thing. Okay. You know, I And they're not, like, phased by it? Like, to, uh-uh. And none of the other parents were like, oh, my God, look at those two women over there? No, not that I can tell. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> not that there I can no tell. There was no whispering. There was no... 
No, not so much. Wow. So I'm, I'm cool with it. That's and great. And I signed up to do all this wacky, wacky stuff. Like, I'm go- when they take the MEEP test, they ask parents to bring in breakfast so that they make sure all the kids get a good breakfast before they take oh, the test. Oh, that's nice. Good job. And so I signed up to bring in parts of breakfast for a couple of days. Okay. How weird is that? It doesn't seem like something, you know, I never thought I'd do that. <laughs> but I'm doing Bring in it. one of your, like, you know. You're a PTA mom. No, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not one of the. All of those women are blonde, really tall, and thin. <laughs> oh, perfect! I saw well, that you. They were all there last night at this curriculum night thing, and the principal introduced them, and they all stood up, and I was like, "It's all the same woman." <laughs> Change happens from inside, Christy. That's right. I think the mom at home. Come on, Christy. No, 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 no. My There's hand, a coup at the PTA just <laughs> waiting my, to happen. My hands are full raising the one kid. I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need any extra. I don't need any extra. And then raffle prizes. I'm going to buy some raffle prizes uh, for their classroom. Because apparently when they get like, they do this thing where they get rewards and they get raffle tickets per good oh, deed or whatever. Oh, for them to have. Oh, so the kids can have yeah, them. Yeah, so the kids have them. And then at the end of, on every week on Friday, they draw five prizes and they those kids get them. So... Wow. Yeah, I thought that was... Where are you going to get your raffle prizes from? Well, they just said the dollar store. I was going to say, you know, the dollar store really is the greatest place ever to get prizes for little kids. My sister swears by it. In fact, she (laughs) she goes over there and swears next to me. Oh, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Stands next to it. Oh, freaking da 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 I'm not really sure how you were going to example that. I was getting a little concerned. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Really quickly, off topic, I was reading this blog. um, Off topic. Well, well, the topic, what happened was that I was reading this blog today, and and he was just, and he, this person was editing himself, and he's like, you know, F star star star, da da da, F F F star star kind of thing, or whatever. And it's then he would just qu- quickly just spell out the alternative word for crap, and he would just say that right out like this. And I was like, dude, <laughs> no kidding. Like, why are you editing yourself? It's like you're kind of like editing. Why isn't it like S star 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 kind of thing? Because people right. can spell if they're reading. <laughs> I never understood why they really, uh, why in a blog anyway, you would. Right. I, I agree. Never why do you self edit those things? Right. It was just kind of like. Well, I, I mean, one of the lists I'm on on LiveJournal, they actually ask you to do cuts, like oh, gotcha. links, okay. if you're going to use extreme language, just because, you know, not yeah. everybody can read that at any given time. Right. But they don't ask you to, like, put F dot 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 or F star star gotcha. star or whatever. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just thought that was really weird. Okay, back on topic. No. So you joining the PTA, I'm then. not doing that. <laughs> can you I get us minutes from the PTA meeting? I can. I should be getting a newsletter, actually. Oh, oh wonderful. You have to bring it in. a newsletter for sure. And in We fact, can live vicariously through you and you. Well, yes. it's... I'm glad you guys are excited by it. Yeah. I had a hard time staying awake last night. Oh. And I don't work, well, so I had late. no... Ex- it wasn't like I was exhausted from my hard construction job. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry. But yeah, but it was... But, you know... It's interesting, and I enjoyed it. And yeah. I, the other thing that I got to do, and this was what's really funny, is that their work was all on their desk. Like, they keep these writing logs and oh. science projects. You know, they have all these logs so of all their work. So I got to read all of his work. Were you like, he, who is from, this child? No. <laughs> okay. It was very clear to me it was him, but I'm like, he's insane. <laughs> I'm wondering why they're not like, you need to get him counseling. Really? So apparently, yeah, they had to write. It's not that bad, really, but they have to write this story about when they, a time when they were scared. Uh-oh. Oh. And he's writing about when he watched the movie, um, some one of the Chucky movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got scared at that one. He wasn't supposed to watch it. He snuck and watched it. Oh. This was not at our house. This is not when gotcha. we were taking care of him. Well, he gets to the end of the page, and this is what this isn't what made me think he was crazy, but this is what made me think that he's really funny and clever, and I love him very much, is that he gets to the end of the story and he's like, "The end." Dot dot dot. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. That's great. Oh my so, gosh. But there were some parts in it that like made me raise an eyebrow. I was like. You really liked the part where it was hard to tell if you liked the part where he threw her out the window or right. that was the scariest part. And I right. was like, 
we need to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find out more. Exactly. Oh, so, my gosh. Tell me more. Yes, please tell me more. So tell me more, Meredith. How has your week been? My week has been wonderful. It is. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm trying to have a positive outlook. <laughs> well, you started it, it off in a positive it. way. <sighs> um, no. Well, I have a funny story to tell about Dan and I's escapade and our return to exercising. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, at the pool. Yeah, so, what? Well, we, you know, we took Dan's some like, time off. I, <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to tell him about the. <laughs> <laughs> we took the some time room. off to pursue other other oh. interests, including yeah, our swimsuit sure. model careers. Yeah. So, but now we feel we have to get ourselves back. You know, we've we've gained a little pound here or there, and so <laughs> exactly my big foot, you right? Know, my, my left foot, you know. So we're we're you know returning to water aerobics. Yes, yes. And um, so Dan oh, and back I up, back up a wait, little bit. Sorry. So one of the things is so we so it's the same people, which is what I love about this class is it's the same people. There's pretty much it the same group changes. of people. It never really changes. And we've been gone for like six months or something. I don't even know if it's been that long. I don't know if it's been it's been the whole summer. Yeah. You know, uh, just as a tangential thing about that about the gym because I go to the same one as uh-huh. you know that. Um, I've been there be- being, you know, free during the day. Uh-huh. I've been there at any various points of time. Uh-huh. And I think that there are some people who are there all day working out. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure. All oh, yeah. day. Because I'm sure. I've been there at 8 a.m. Uh-huh. And I've been there at 2. Yes. And the same dude is walking on that track. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same person is on the elliptical machine. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. yeah. There's one woman there that is just like, do you ever like leave the elliptical machine? Yeah. I'm kind of like really worried about her. <laughs> but right. um, uh, it's kind of freaky. There's one a sleeping she, bag behind it. <laughs> because right. she, you're, you're seriously. Because yeah. it's one of the things she's there every time I'm there. Yeah. And it's like. Wow. Do we keep exactly the same schedule? Yeah. Or are you always here? Right. <laughs> well, she gets, she beats me there. So that's why I always think, you know, like she never comes comes in. Yeah. She's there. Always she there sleeps when you get there. on the elliptical yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Even when they close, she's still going. <laughs> I'm like, wow. She's what keeps the, the maybe you know, emergency lights yeah. yeah. on. Maybe she keeps the lights exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so with this place, anyway. so they, so they, they like, want to know like what's going on or right. whatever. And the funny thing, the, one of the funny things that you were talking about is they asked us what we were doing and Meredith being very quick <laughs> turned to him and said, oh, well, we, they, we signed this contract we couldn't um, exercise or lose any weight for our swimsuit modeling kind of thing or whatever <laughs> and they're like oh yeah just like Carol like her doing the Las Vegas showgirl um, stint for the summer <laughs> and it was like I was like I thought I recognized her on stage it was so funny they were like oh my god they're collaborating each other's story so anyway keep going so we get into the pool and now like the class has grown exponentially first of all and like three times like three times there's, like, like there's no there. room basically like the entire pool except for you know a fairly large section of the quote-unquote deep end um is packed like there's no room and everybody because it's water aerobics like there are a lot of big people who go and and work out there a lot of fatties fatties, yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just like there are a lot of water aerobics is very good exercise well right and i think some of it is that people think oh you don't really get that much of a workout from water aerobics but unless you've taken the class like oh, you get I'm, a workout. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Like you just yeah. do. I've it's, actually sweated while yeah. doing water aerobics. Exactly. Anyway, so we get into the pool, and you know the beginning part is just like walking back and forth and warming up in the water. And this woman looks at me before <laughs> before it starts. Kind of like we're still kind of moving around, but you know everybody's pretty much in the pool at this point. She looks at me and she goes, "Is it is it just me, or is the water higher?" <laughs> <laughs> than usual and I looked at her and I thought to myself of course it is there's like 40 fat people in here <laughs> well, of course it's rising right. I mean Hello. think about it water displacement <laughs> so, oh, that is bad. funny yes. Lord. but it's like kind of think about it I so. was just like are you kidding me is this a joke yeah. <laughs> so. are you a science teacher because <laughs> 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 we do have a lot of teachers like we have yeah, a Spanish teacher or a, um, yeah a lot of different folks in there the last I don't take water aerobics classes I know I don't do well in exercise classes but the last time I took it there was a young woman in my class and her mother and the young woman was um, had a developmental delay of some sort and we always, it was a friend of mine who taught the class, and one time we had to have a substitute, and it was this very good-looking young man. I mean, ec- extremely good-looking guy, right? You know, could have been in, on a magazine cover. And and this young woman was constantly, uh-oh, 
was like flirting with him throughout the class. Oh. And it was it got to the point where it was really laughable. I mean, <laughs> it was just she he would say, "Okay, now you're going to do cross country skiing or whatever in the in the water." And she would say, "Well, show us how you do it." I oh mean, it God. was just, it was so <laughs> oh funny. Sorry. It was just yeah. Anyway, Greg, how are you really quickly? Uh, just say fine or not fine. That's all you have time for. Good I'm, or not good. I'm sorry I haven't been here the last few weeks. Yeah, where started, the hell have you been? Well, I started a new uh, position over at Triangle Foundation. That's what we yeah, heard. Yeah, we're the last to hear. Yeah. We're the last to hear. That's we, not true. Even I, though we're the pulse of the queer community, we're the right. last people to we know. It's not that you're the last. To, I mentioned it off the air right when I got back from the summer. <gasps> but our audience didn't know. That's true. But the audience didn't know. And that's only because I've been gone. So, And we actually we haven't like sent out you know an official announcement about it or anything like that. But. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I have started a new position over there, uh, and we had our annual dinner this last week, and so I was just swarmed with you know everyone. Yeah, you're a little busy, were you? Just a little bit, yeah. But yeah, cool. so we're uh, glad you're back. I'm I'm glad to be back, and now I have to make the trip because uh, the you know I'm in the office on Wednesday, and so I had to leave the office and come here like right away, and the traffic has just been absolutely insane. Like, right. MDOT is just ripping apart Southeast Michigan. It and it's worse because mm-hmm. I, I interned with uh, Triangle and the. Yeah, f- it's boy, a nightmare. Yeah, it's gotten worse. And it's like, I, I don't understand. I left. I was driving on the roads in the months leading up to the summer mm-hmm. to get into the office. And it, it was bad then, but it got worse over the summer, and now it's progressively getting worse. Yeah. Like, there's a route that they closed, yeah. two of the lanes today, and I'm thinking, winter is quickly approaching here, people. I don't have time to be wasting on these stupid roads right. in the middle of the snow. But Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, I've been very, very busy with work as we get that new job going and, you know... Set that all up, and so that's why I wasn't here the last couple of weeks. But God now well, that we're we getting your things back. settled, your excuse in. is accepted, I suppose. Yes. Not by me. Oh, oh, okay. I did talk some trash about you while you were here, but yeah, well, I was wasn't here. You mean? Well, I was here. You weren't here. Oh, great! <laughs> Just a little tiny little bit of. You know, trash. we do archive the shows. Like, you I, know. Know. <laughs> I know. I I never say She's anything. Like, I, I dare regret. you. Yeah, look it up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I'm really well, now excited. I feel loved that uh, the trash talking we, happened. Because, yeah, you should. I only talk <laughs> trash about people I care about. Well, oh, great. True. She's never talked we're, trash about me. We're d- you don't oh. know that. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so apparently she doesn't talk about it here around. Okay. So. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest. <laughs> Woohoo! Hello. So, um, we're joined on the phone right now. I'm really excited about this, actually. This is... it's. Um, Terry Grant, who is the president of Goldenrod Music, which is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. Happy anniversary! So happy anniversary! Thank you, um, and thank you for standing with us in our little bit of frivolity there. Well, um, that was fun. Got to know you a little bit before I came <laughs> on the air with you. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. she's still on the phone. <laughs> We're really nice around. people. <laughs> So, Goldenrod is celebrating its 30th anniversary. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the early days of Goldenrod and maybe how things got started? Mm-hmm. Goldenrod started in 1975. We started as part of what was a major grassroots or- organization of women's music distributors. Olivia Records is who got this going, and they envisioned politics and business mixed together. They envisioned that they would have music distribution for their out lesbian artists. And while we were distributing the music of these folks, we would be organizing within our communities. We'd be doing concerts. We'd be helping people find out what other things were happening in the community. Um, And we'd be pushing this music. Now, this was in a direction that you were planning to go to, from what I was reading, is that this was kind of a sudden U-turn or right turn for you. It was. You know, I was a kid growing up in Maine, and they didn't, being a lesbian music distributor wasn't really a career option. <laughs> there was no box on a form, right? Yeah, no high school counselor said, you know, you're you're into music, and maybe you're going to come out in a few years, and you'd be specially suited for this occupation. <laughs> So I, uh, it was pretty accidental. I, I listened, I got a magazine, I don't remember what magazine could have been, Ms. It advertised Meg Christian's first release on Olivia Records, and my uh, housemate and I bought it, and we put it on our turntable, and we just kept standing up and sitting down and standing up and sitting down and saying, who are these women? 
are singing about our lives in ways we've never heard before. And uh, Meg Christian was coming to Lansing, playing in the intermission of the Berkeley Women's Music Collective concert. And I wrote to Olivia and asked them about distributing Meg at that show, and that began 30 years of history with them. Wow, and there's been a lot of like um, there was apparently like 60 different distributors, and now it's it's you. So there's been a lot of turnover and changes through the years. There sure has. The um, initial there were at least 60. There might have been more. We have never gotten an accurate count, but mm. um, you know, initially we were feminists, lesbians, activists. Um, doing community political work, and the business was a sideline. But I grew up, three of my grandparents had their own businesses. My mother and father both did. I grew up in a business environment, and I also have an accounting degree. So I had a little bit different take on how you would do this business of politics than a lot of the other folks. The people who lasted the longest were definitely women with business backgrounds. Because you couldn't really do this work. Um, you couldn't pay your bills if you didn't manage your business. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so very true. Yes, yes. About a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- tell me about, you know, 30 years ago, I'm sure that the music industry was a lot different, especially uh, different for women's music in particular. What's different between now and then? So much has changed in the music industry. When I started doing this, not only were there 60 or 80 women's music distributors, there were two or 300 regional music distributors who were doing folk music and blues and jazz and all different kinds of music in their regions across the country. So although there wasn't formal territory, there was a lot of respect and working together between those different companies who were doing all different kinds of genres to different accounts. Over the years, there's been more consolidation into national distribution companies, especially because the chains don't want to deal with somebody here and somebody there. Mm-hmm. Um, so gradually, not just in the women's music world, but in in the parallel music world, there has also been major decrease. There's only very few, maybe a half a dozen distributors of those original ones left um it's it's just uh distribution is kind of going the way of the dinosaurs i think Mm -hmm. you know more and more young people think that the way to buy music is online Mm -hmm. billboard magazine a few weeks ago said well young people just don't think about going to music stores to buy their music Right, right. And to those of us who've been buying music for 30 years that's a new concept right yeah (laughs) so you know it's it's really changed, and, and the music industry has dictated part of the changes that we've had to go through as well, because we've had to become national distributors. And Has has the music changed over the last 30 years, or are they still singing about the same stuff? They're singing about the same issues, because many of those issues aren't resolved, but, right. but they're singing in different styles. We have, you know, Alex Olsen, and Amber Swift, and Pamela Means, and... Erica Luckett, and we have so many fabulous artists in a newer generation of artists right now who are, they're not singing folk music in the way that Meg Christian did, um, but they're singing about important issues. Great. I mean, is it mostly about love, or is it about more like politics, or? Well, it depends on which artist. Ah, gotcha. Um, for example, Ember Swift um, is singing about a lot of the types of issues that Holly Nair sings about. Mm. Um, gotcha. Yes. What? What? So, sort of- or you take Alex Olson. She's a spoken word poetry uh, artist and does wonderful poetry. And she would, you know, she would be doing some of the same issues that Alex Dobkin was doing 30 years ago. Mm. What sort of impact do you think that the music has had on on our community? Uh, you know, is it that it has informed our community, or has our community informed the kind of music that we're hearing? Well, I think it's both. And it, it, it served a very different purpose 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago, when I was coming out just past Stonewall, to go into a room to a concert 
um, you didn't just go to see the musician, you went to see who else was there. You went mm-hmm. to find other people who were lesbian or who were feminists or who shared your politics. Yeah, it was community building at that point mm-hmm. and visibility and finding each other. Now it's not so hard to find each other. Um, now it's uh, going to a concert and keeping people's awareness of some of the issues. You know, who would have thought 30 years ago we would have, you know, Kate Clinton doing a CD called Marry Me. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, mm-hmm. what, what is the most memorable moment of the past 30 years? I, I knew that question because <laughs> you sent it to me ahead, and I was like, is there a memorable moment? And I would have to say that Goldenrod's work with Sweet Honey and the Rock has been some of the most profound work that we've been able to do. And I started working with Bernice Johnson Regan with the album Give Your Hands to the Struggle in 1975, Mm -hmm. which was a solo album of hers, and a couple years after she had begun Sweet Honey and the Rock. And over the years we have worked with Sweet Honey and the Rock. Now we do all their retail representation nationally and some international for them. Um, And that group continues to grow, even though Bernice Johnson Regan has retired from it. I just was in Flint to a fabulous show of theirs Saturday mm. night. Oh, wow. I, you know, the the, way, the energy that they raise on stage and and mm-hmm. their courage to sing what they sing. If, you, if you've seen the uh, PBS special, Sweet Honey and the Rock, Raise Your Voice, which is available on a DVD, you know, they show shows in Lincoln, Nebraska, and Iowa where they're talking about the war in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And it's not being popular. You can see that in the panning of the audience. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. So they're just uh, a mighty singing group that has meant a lot to Goldenrod over the years. So they're not a moment, but they're a <laughs> right. Well, I they're think a they're, they're a pretty good. I mean, I think that's a pretty good indication of the importance that Goldenrod has had in our community because yes. And speaking of Bernice Johnson Regan, there's something happening this weekend with her and Goldenrod, right? There sure is. She <laughs> is. We sent out word that we would like to have some of our artists come and volunteer and go on this Michigan Princess with us down the Grand River out of Lansing on Sunday. And uh, she wrote and said, I'm retired. I'd like to come. I have the time. Oh, She's wonderful. Yeah. And. And so, you know, she. I think that Goldenrod's meant a lot to her, the same as we have. They've meant a lot to Sweet Honey's meant a lot to us. And they're joined by Ellis, who's a young, new performer for Goldenrod. So we're going to have Benice Johnson-Regan and Ellis performing on the cruise, as we've called it, sort of as a spoof on Olivia's cruises. We're going to do two hours on the Grand River. (laughs) That's right, exactly. And if folks want more information about that, how can they find out? Well, there's lots of ways they can be able to find out. They can probably go to um, goldenrod.com. So they can go to www.goldenrod.com. Right, and there's actually a link right there on there about the cruise. And it's and it's going to be isn't it sun, this Sunday? It's Sunday from one thirty to four thirty. Right, and sadly we lost our connection with Terry. Yes, I'm All sad. Right. Who stepped on the phone line? Um, that yeah, that sucks. Wow. But. Uh, we wish Goldenrod all the best, and we want to yes. thank Terry very much okay. um, for joining them. us and congratulate them on such a long, such longevity. It's yeah. awesome. See, you know the the one I've seen Sweet Honey in the Rock here at uh, Hill Auditorium, and I've been to other concerts at Hill Auditorium. Their concert is a completely different experience than any other concert you'll yes, go to. Definitely, and like. You just don't know. You can't even put it into words. Like I don't think people can understand what it's like till you've experienced a right, right, exactly. A concert with them. So. Oh, and that's the thing is I've always enjoyed, yeah, Sweet mm-hmm. Honey the Rock, and it's it's. And then there's even some breakout groups from from that. I think mm-hmm. like her da- daughter had, has a group. Yeah, or did Tasha some of, Reagan. Yes, exactly. And she's done some music and things, and I've been impressed with that as well. Mm-hmm. So and she's written some really amazing. Bernice Johnson Reagan has also written some amazing stuff about. Um, Coalition building. 
Yes. And, and the importance of it and how it works. And, mm-hmm. and I think so. that that's one of the things I'm really glad we did this interview is in the sense that um, there was a lot of... Um, I, I think we, we hear about the music festivals and things, but we don't necessarily um, know some of the changes that, that that have occurred because of the music and the inspiration of, of in the rallies that we've done and the and, and communicating some of like there's 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 not just me thinking this right um, there's more there are other other people right that, um, and are, a way to express it through music that's yes. very powerful. Exactly. Their music exactly. is always very, very powerful, and it moves you to want to take an action, which I think you don't encounter often, you know. Yeah, definitely. At least not often enough. That's or, sure. Right. 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 But now oh. that Greg's on... on uh, now that on Greg's going to start singing at Triangle for us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think uh, that may put my job in jeopardy, and, and I'd like to actually keep employment uh, <laughs> uh, location for more than a week. Although... I will say this, that uh, there's a Sean Moore who I share an office with, and I have a really bad tendency to just bust out into song oh. <laughs> for, like, no apparent reason whatsoever. And we were the ones who were during the setup for the annual dinner running around singing loudly in the lobby rent songs. And every now and then I get, you know, a comment from Kevin because our office is right across from Kevin's. He'll kind of yell over, do you know who uh, sings that song? And we'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, we, being the nerds that we are, have all the stupid factoids of, oh, it was the original cast of no, you know, And he'll be like, great, go see them sing it and don't sing it here anymore. So I actually do sing around the I office. sing Rent around my office all the time, too, by the way. So I've been singing a lot of Kanye West lately. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. I really like Kanye West. He, like, I think he's great. He's really awesome. But I, don't, I just can't get into his music for some reason. I really like that song, Gold Digger. <laughs> for no reason. There's I mean, no I good can't, reason. I can't. It's got a good beat. I really like that. I like the chorus. I like the sentiment behind the song, not so much. But I enjoy that thing where he's like you can shake get down girl go ahead get down <laughs> get down girl go ahead get down i love that sorry oh my goodness well and they always think that i'm kind of weird when i sing down. over pile but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> look who's here it's jeremy it's jeremy Hi. from rap look it's Jeremy. i don't know why but it's just like everyone sounded like that's where we're going with this how are you Doing great. How's everybody doing? This is We've already covered that. Right. Yeah. yeah and, Maybe. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. I think actually. you need to get. <laughs> I was listening um, in the car on the way over. <laughs> and the first thing I hear when I turn on the radio, yeah, there's a bunch of fatties in the pool. <laughs> um, just By the way, perfectly appropriate uh, comment. I understand that. It was but out of love. They but were fat. I'm fat. They're fat. We're all fat together. That's the thing. Together. Like I don't know. Not everybody may know that you're fat. Oh, and I'm not. Well, and well that's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought, oh, sure, if I was if I was a brand new listener, I would have turned it off. <laughs> well, in case and I know you can't listening. keep everybody happy, but you know, a lot of people turned us off. <laughs> yeah. We find in general that they turn us off anyway. Yeah. But that was the, that was the was, first comment I heard on the radio. Just a matter of time. That's right. all I can say. Just a matter of time. That's right. And you know, if it wasn't that sentence, it was going to be something else. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. And sure. thank you for that feedback, though. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we really the constructive didn't take it criticism well. box <laughs> really, with all of the other comments. We are not defensive at all. Although, actually, I will say real quickly that if you go on our website, there is a box on there to give us comments. There is. If you, you go to closetsontheair.com. So if you got mad about so the comments. So if you got comment. pissed off about us saying that. <laughs> Let us know and we'll uh, we'll give it the same. It was Meredith. Fair treatment me. that we can't it was we'll, Meredith. we'll consider it carefully for about fifteen seconds. Yes. <laughs> Bring it up. Sorry. Lord. <laughs> I think it's fine. Thank you. I'm me sure myself, if I'd have been tuning if I'd have been, you know, listening to that and I, that's the first sentence I hear, I'd been like, I would have turned it up. Oh, I like fatties in the pool myself. <laughs> Maybe we were using. There was like, nothing wrong with the fatties in the pool. I think pool. we were using the term of like P-H-A-T-Y. Yeah. No. No. Greg. These folks, I think, were big fat F, in all big kinds a, big of ways. <laughs> well, well you did my save yourself later, <laughs> but I'm just. Thank you. I thought it was rather humorous that that was the first thing I heard on the radio. You know, there have been things that have been the first thing people have heard on this show. 
Actually, yeah, there's probably a lot of things that were, usually it was the first time they'd ever fact, heard it, period. <laughs> in fact, last week they could have tuned in and heard the phrase, uh, Confessions of a Gay Marine Porn Star. That's yeah. right! Mm, that's and true. they would have not known whether to stick around or not. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm sure that usually when, it's, when I'm here and Greg is here, it's usually things that are, probably should never be said. Exactly. Anyway, and speaking of gay marine porn stars. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have one over my house last night. I was going to say, I don't think how did that fit in with me with. and Greg? But, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you right. said it, not me. <laughs> I don't Let know how it might fit. Let me tell you about those gay fit. marine porn stars. <laughs> so, Rich Merritt, who is the gay marine porn star, Frank. Is who may may not have been at Greg's house last night. I have no idea. Um, but he's coming on Saturday for something. There's some event Sorry. going on on Saturday. Is there an event? Oh my God! This week is Outfest. It Holy is. Cow. Isn't that awesome? I think maybe we should use the word he's arriving for the event. Or <laughs> <laughs> he'll be attending the event. He's speaking at. Yeah, say that he's going to oh. be coming for the event on Saturday. Just <laughs> doesn't sound right from the Game not. Marine porn star. Yeah, just to say that. Game and on that note, wow. Jeremy, tell us about what children Game can they do. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> yeah, we're having interactive children theater. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear Lord. You know, you I just see, have, if we were trying to just tuned into this, they would be like, wow, that's what I thought about the gay community. <laughs> Pedophiles and porn stars. Closets are proposed, building bridges between stereotypes and reality. Um, okay. Yes, but there actually will be interactive children's theater. It's called Acting Up. It's uh, Oh, you're serious. I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but well, the gay marine like porn star true. will not be participating in no. that. He's on a totally different stage. Yeah, I don't... Those will never mix. Right. No. But the acting up thing is at the Carytown Concert House, and there are going to be three shows, one at five, one at seven, and one at eight, right? Yes. That's great. And you can get more. In, I can give you their website if you're interested. It's actingup.biz, B-I-Z. And then there you can actually take a tour of their slides of some of their performance and also... Um, huh? Yeah, it is, but... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm back this far, because I'm... Oh, okay. It's really loud. Okay. If it gets any closer. Yeah. Um, I just have a loud personality, I guess. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, you can see about the stuff on their website. And if you go to www.wrapup.org, W-R-A-P. I I don't want to say that. Did you get a new website? Yes, it's awesome. It is awesome. New since when? September 1st. Yeah. Oh, it's e- it's very new. It's very new. I'm Go sorry. to www.rap-up.org and check out our new website. And um, on there, there's an events page which has all the information for Outfest. There's a flyer on there. I love our new website. Does it, it is. Sing? Does it sing? Well, I mean, no. I think it has to. I'm just. There's no. No, music. but it zings. That's right. Oh, zing. I think my favorite feature on our new website, by the way, is the rap snap, um, which is is our our new like little catchy thing. It's cheesy as hell, but I love it. Anyway, ooh, can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hell, hell, hell. Okay. I <laughs> thought I could because y'all say other things that. Um, yeah. Are you trying to say we got potty mouths? Um, yes. Okay. That's why I love you all. Um, okay, focus. Anyway, focus. the um, <laughs> the rap snap thing is actually like. We're we're gearing up to start promoting everyone that we possibly can as far as their events that are coming up, um, and yeah, I think we're actually going to have to start a new page for it because I've got so much stuff coming to me all the time from other organizations, and I want to get as much of it on our website as possible. Anyway, about Outfest, it is this Saturday, September twenty fourth. Um, the main stage starts at six o'clock with, um, as we were talking about the. Uh, Gay Marine Porn Star, and um, but the vendors are going to be there a lot earlier, so people are going to be there for the kids' interactive theater. And um, but the main stage starts at six, and then after um, we have our little rally, then we're going to have bands come on. Out Loud's going to be there again. Um, oh, who else? The I Fundamentalist. Know. The Fundamentalist. Um, I know that Crow Molly is going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I like them. I and love Trick them. Roddick from yes. Chicago. Yes. Nomi Lamb. Um, um, and the Jamie Register Band. Yeah. 
And we're also having an acoustic stage over in Braun Court, so that's completely separate. Um, I know that uh, Tracy Mack will be there, and is that on there? It's not, actually. It just says featuring Tracy Mack. It doesn't say who else. Apparently. Um, I'm drawing a blank. There's lots of acoustic music. There's going to be some acoustic music It's going to be great. Featuring Tracy Mack. Yes, that will be our headliner. And so that's going to be in Broncourt, like between the Outbar and Rap, right? Like in that area? It will actually be um, right by common language. Okay. So it's going to be projecting into the... So where's the main stage? The main stage is in the farmer's market on the north side of the parking lot, um, like right in front of the Carytown Shop building where... uh, Okay. Hollanders is. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's going to be a beer tent in the um, in the gravel lot in the farmer's market parking lot, so you can go and actually drink mm-hmm. and watch the stage and see the vendors and... Be merry. Yes. Or gay. Yeah. Right. Or both. And Katie all the vendors are going to be there. I think right now we have about 50 That's exciting. Vendors. That's very I'm just exciting. geeked about the whole thing. It's... It's going to be. What time are the vendors going to be there? Um, the vendors are starting to set up at four. Uh huh. And um, but we want them to check in between three and four so we can consolidate everybody and get them all spots given out. And then um, yeah, they'll set up at four and however long that takes them. And there's going to be some auctions, right? Some items. Oh up for yes, auctions. I definitely and have to do that. Yeah. So what are some of the highlights? Oh, we've got a plethora of things. Um, ranging in, in price also, um, there's something for everybody. There's low price items and there's, uh, higher end items too. We're having a lot of original art, like, um, photographs, paintings, acrylic, pottery, jewelry. Um, so there's a lot of, like, original stuff that you can bid on. It's going to be a silent auction. It's not a live auction. Um... Let's see. I know and that there's there's, there's going to be some original art that's not even done yet, right? There's going yeah. There's, there's one for a two-hour tattoo at Ink for Life. Yeah. Who that's who did? It's awesome. My tattoo. She does an awesome, awesome job. job. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. What else are we having? Like there's there are gift certificates to different um, restaurants in the local area and some shops in the local area. I know that Encore Studio will be having a spa package, so. That'll be so. It sounds like yeah. lots of cool stuff for auction. Yep. We have over sixty items, and like I said, they range in price, so everybody can participate. Right. So, yeah. And that'll be actually in the wrap offices, right? Correct. Is where the silent auction stuff will be Correct. set Okay. And there's going to be two, a couple of hotties hosting the main stage. I hear. I heard something about that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know very much about it either. <laughs> I'm just yeah, shoot. <laughs> Christy and Dan are going to be our wonderful MCs that even that whole entire evening. The whole evening, we're going to be. Yeah, we're going to be pretty tired after that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a long. It's a long night. It's like five or six hours, right? Yes. I'm geeked and tweaked, man. I'm well, a little bored, so I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> well, if you're bored, <laughs> we are in desperate need of volunteers for that. Um, and if you're interested in volunteering for Outfest, uh, we're doing it in three-hour shifts. The setup's going to start at 3 o'clock. We're going to go 3, 6, 9, and then 12 for cleanup. Um, we've got lots of opportunities for people. They can email me at jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at wrapup.org, which is W-R-A-P hyphen U-P dot O-R-G. And there's plenty to do. We have tons of stuff to do, and you can just show up and check in at the volunteer check-in booth. Um, Yeah, with all that stuff going on, you know, many hands make light work. So definitely get over there and help out if you have the time, um, and you're interested in doing something like that. You said that cleanup starts at 12, and I don't think that we mentioned what's going to be happening. Yeah, Yeah. that's why it's going till 12, because what's going to be going on from 10 to 12? Um, After the main stage gets done, we are going to have dancing in the streets like we always do. There's going to be a dance floor set up. DJ Mark from the Necto is going to be there uh, spinning and all kinds of whatever you call it. Rocking. <laughs> Rocking and rolling, but I don't know if that sounds cool anymore. DJing. 
Yeah, he's DJing. Spinning the fat beats. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that'll go on, and, and that usually stops between 12 and 1. Um, so, yeah, it'll be... That's the the highlight of the evening, is where everybody's out there dancing their butts off in the middle of the street. No kidding. Because how often do you get to go in the middle of the street and play? Right. Wow. Well, I actually <laughs> can't do that. You know, well, I just did it earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I did it nude. Over, on, um, over there, yeah, nude. On, um, that was you. That's a different kind of playing That's in the street. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really embarrassed that now it. that I know that that was Greg. Oh, that's not. No, that, that was, was her bra. Oh. <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> yep. Well, I told Dan on the way into the station tonight that I was going to go his way for just tonight, though. <laughs> he said, "Going my way." I said, "Yes, but just for tonight." Whoa. Uh, lucky me. <laughs> so I'm sure, sure that, that there are some sponsors of Outfest that we should pro- we might want to say thank you to. Oh, I would love to thank our sponsors. Right. I didn't know if I was allowed or not. Um, let's see. We've got quite a few this year. The Outbar, of course, help, in common language, help out a lot every year with all these events, with this event. And um, also we have uh, Coors and Pfizer are both pretty big sponsors. Absolute, um, Between the Lines helped out a lot with advertising and stuff. Um, Trillium Real Estate, uh, Keller Williams, the Martin Boma Group, also he uh, donated a lot for the event too. Um, the Carytown Concert House, they they uh, helped with some of the cost. I'm trying to think who else I need to thank. Um, uh, Absolute and Coors? Yeah, I think we got them. We can't forget our alcohol companies. (laughs) (laughs) Must thank them. Especially since there's a beer tent. Absolute is like the official queer liquor, as far as I can tell. I think you're right. I think you're right. Every GLBT event I've been to in the state of Michigan, like ever. Well, perhaps like like Coors, somebody they know and love is queer. Right. I'm Um, assuming. uh, Either that or they got a really good marketing pitch once upon a time on the gay community so yeah they drink a lot (laughs) (laughs) like fish we call them aqua people (laughs) well that's excellent yeah Um, it's gonna be an exciting time exciting event it's not i'm so excited everyone needs to be there yeah with a thousand of your closest friends that was what the press release just just a thousand well, that's what the press release said. I'm just if everyone just brought their thousand closest friends yeah. to Jeremy, that would be a lot of people. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> it would be a whole lot of people. It's going to be a big party, like as oh, it always yeah. is. And it's you can come to that, and then the next day you can go on the Goldenrod Music 30th Anniversary Cruise on the Grand River. It's there a packed out, super fun weekend, and it's going to be... Of gaiety. Of gaiety. <laughs> I was going to say it's super gay, but... It is super gay. But it's also full of gaiety and frivolity. Look, do we well, have some announcements? Well. Yeah, I thought so. Dan. Well, speaking of gaiety. Oh, oh my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. Are those butts that you drew on there? Yeah. <laughs> Dan. He's got something Dan's in his mind. doodling asses. <laughs> is anything going towards them? Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy, so much. So I, th- I've got some little, little bit of sad news that I wanted to kind of um, uh, As talk we're about. Sitting around here laughing. Well, exactly. <laughs> it, well, well they're right. Exactly. Well, Roy and Silo have broken up. I know. I Roy saw that. Silo. Roy and Silo are the two famous gay uh, penguins. The gay penguins at New York's Central he Park left Zoo. Her, him for a woman. Exactly. Her what? name is Scrappy. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. uh, her name is Scrappy. And she it came. Home record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, apparently she was shipped in from SeaWorld San Diego. And sluts. see what They're happens. They're all sluts in San Diego. You know? And by the way, what you said... That her name should be Homewrecker is exactly what Kelly Ripa said about it. Oh, really? <laughs> when her and Regis spoke about oh. Which might be another indication as to why you should join the PTA. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Uh, but That's yeah, all they I'm going to br- say about it. They, oh, I'm crushed. They, I, <laughs> exactly. Um, but they broke, uh, they've been together for about six years. and um, They raised a child. Yes. They were provided a donated egg and they sat on it and cared for it and um and, and they've what was it they were cel- oh and they were also celebrated as Who the custody of the 
Well, that's that's exactly it. That is the problem. They apparently have brought brought it up so well that it's off on its own, doing quite well and prospering. And uh, um, but also. what's that? It's not gay, also. Is it? Well, we don't know that yet. Yeah, it, it, it hasn't kind of quite coupled up yet. But the one of the news is is that Roy and Scrappy um, have not. Uh, produced an egg yet, so we really don't know. He may be hanging out with her a little bit, kind of doing maybe the maybe, bag hag thing, right? You know, and kind of making Silo or no, Reagan Roy being a little, uh, um, you know, jealous. Maybe there was a little rift that happened, and right. so Silo was kind of. Uh, he wouldn't sign that damn palimony agreement. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine the, the divorce court kind of thing? I want half of his food, and you know, half of his, half uh, of his ice chips. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I want the summer mine. home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the summer home in the Brock Zoo. <laughs> you know? right, right. It's like goodness gracious. You can gracious. take your scrappy and move back to San Diego. Yeah, home record. <laughs> the ridge that we seem to have fallen off of when we left the realm of actual reality. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone so far past that it's now a distant memory. I think they should go in front of Judge Judy. Oh, there you go. See, this is the sad. Okay, you guys, Sadly. penguins can't talk. Yes, they can. <laughs> you know, they can love. Christy, can talk. I believe they can love. I don't, and they have sent. They're sentient. Haven't you seen the March of Penguins? They do have that communication going on, even over long distances. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think news. he's probably back. <laughs> I, I want to give a plug to the Living Writers show that's on WCBN. Because um, next week they're having a gay on their show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> do they allow that on the station? <laughs> I don't think we do that I, here. I don't know that that's allowed here. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> um, next Wednesday, British playwright, director, and activist, um, whose name is not on here. She wrote everything but his but his name. Um, we'll be here on the Living Writer Show from 4:30 to 5:15, and he'll be reading and talking about his 1988 meditation on Oscar Wilde, which is called "Who Was That Man," um, which is a seminal work in the development of queer studies. So, hmm. if you're interested in queer writing, queer studies, definitely check out the Living Writer Show. Again, it's on on Wednesdays. Is it on the other side of the paper? For no. From 4.30 to 5.15 on WCBN. I already looked. Okay. Oh, I wasn't no. questioning your like, ability to I know find you the weren't. name. I just, you know, I was just curious. Whatever, Greg. Shut up. We, we miss you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> we do miss you, Greg. Especially so, Christy misses you a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'm going to sit next to no, you. I want to know I, what you Greg, said now. Honestly, I really like you. I don't know. These like two the are... I don't know what they're talking about. Christy, how can you say I that? I really like you, Greg. I do. I will, <laughs> I'll figure out some like prize for I people if they'll email me and give me an honest answer <laughs> over exactly what Christy said last week. Something from the dollar store, perhaps? No, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll, like, I'll get them tickets to Real Pride or something. I don't know. I'll figure something out. Oh, that's funny. I don't think it was all I, that I bad. I no. I don't, even, I don't remember what it was, actually. I don't either. But I think it was harmless. Bad. I, I love the way... Oh, I thought you were all going to look at me like what did he she say <laughs> do you remember not oh, in okay. exact so wording no something along the lines if you of, remember you know, how and you want to tell greg you, you want to tell on me to greg you can Give us a go to our website <laughs> that's right it's on the air.com and you can send an email either to all of us or just me or just greg although if you send it to her she won't forward it so <laughs> if you want any kind of prize if you want greg i would to suggest know. that you send it to me <laughs> but now if we're going to be reporting people to our website we better start um, yeah. uh, start blogging, folks. That's not <laughs> my... my uh, yeah, you can't blog for us. <laughs> yeah. We understand that. I have no, access I, to your blogs, but I'm not logging I into I have blogs. a blog on LiveJournal, and that's... I mean, oh. I can't do two, man. That's a lot. See, I found, though, that like the things that I found to be really relevant to GLBT issues, I would put on... The closets blog, and so I mean it's not that hard to copy and paste. Uh, your I don't, I don't blog. talk so much about the gay, and I haven't had stuff. much time to. <laughs> that's all my blog, pretty much. I haven't had chance to update my own personal one either on our site or on my own private so, website. So, so that'll be our commitment you know. this week, is that we're well, gonna. All of us will commit I to can't. doing at least one blog. I can do it Monday, maybe. Okay. Well, by okay, the well, next show. By the next show. All of us need to have made an There's extra so much pressure. Blog. Uh, peer pressure. Peer pressure. By the way, I know we've I know we've only got like a minute left, but I wanted to give a, a, a kudos to Jennifer Granholm, who not only was at Triangle's dinner annual dinner this last Sunday she and gave the woman. 
No. no. And gave <laughs> one of the most compelling speeches to the GLBT community that she's ever given. Uh, she also, I think, met like 180-some people at the dinner. So she really took the time to meet a lot of people that at that dinner. That is, in fact, where I met Jennifer Granholm. Was at one of mm-hmm. Triangle Foundation's dinners. It yes. was quite exciting. It's I was one, like, it's, oh, uh, you're Jennifer Granholm. And she was like swarmed by people. It was awesome. And the other reason I wanted to give her some kudos is that she just appointed a brand new... And I don't know if you guys talked about this last week, and I'm like the schmuck who's bringing up the old news. But she just appointed a brand new chief of staff whose name I totally forgot off the top of my head. Thank you. Uh, And he was the D.C. director and is now her chief of staff here in, in Lansing and is a very openly gay man who has always been openly gay and is a wonderful, wow. wonderful guy. and So, very, very nice guy. So, we're very, very fortunate that That's he's now in that post and I give her a lot of credit for doing That's that. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you very much for that news from about Jennifer Granholm. I always knew she rocked. Thanks.